Today I'm introducing apparel designer Stephanie Factor. Let's talk about your journey into the world of fashion. What was your childhood like? Did you always want to be a technical designer? I was always supported by my family to do what I wanted to do. And when I went to a home ec class in grade 10, I got a random challenge to make a dress out of garbage bags. And the ability to take something and turn it into something new, it just excited me. And that's what sprung my desire for being a fashion designer. Yeah. I remember my mother came into my room when I was in grade 12 and it was like September, so I was supposed to start college already. And she was like, why are you still here? I thought you were going to school. And, and I was like, I am. It's like, it's quarterly based. So she didn't understand the difference between semester and quarterly, so she thought I was going to school. And then like two weeks before I was leaving, I was like, okay guys, I'm going to LA in two weeks. I'll miss you. I don't really want to bring anything with me. And then two weeks later, I hopped on a plane with only a suitcase. It was a lot of challenges because being so far from, away from home, from the friends I grew up with and from the family that supported me, I was in a whole new city, which is a huge city at that. Yeah. And then also at that age, you're just struggling and trying to figure out who you are and where you fit in. And LA is de was definitely an exciting part of my life because not only was I trying to be a fashion designer, a college student, but I was also trying to be independent. And I think all three of them played in a hand of who I am today and what makes me a great designer. And so then you went to FIDM? I did. I, okay. I, in Los Angeles. They teach you draping, they teach you technical design, textiles, drafting, computer grading, and sewing, amongst like a few other classes. Uh, when you get into the industry though, you kind of have to pick which one you want to do. So then after college, you took a position with JT Intimates. Could you talk a little bit about that? JT Intimates is a really great experience because they're a vendor company. And you really have to cater to each individual client of theirs. And I wanted to be in this industry as a laundry designer. And it's, I feel like it's every girl's dream when they see a Victoria's Secret fashion show. I remember the first time I've seen like a girl wear my design. It was at Venice Beach, California. And it was, I think maybe two days after 4th of July. And I designed like, this 4th of July print bra. And I was like going insane. My friend was like, Sophie, isn't that your design? And I was like, face in a funnel cake. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she said, that's your design. And I looked over and a girl's wearing my design. It was like the best feeling ever. And I realized what motivates us in this industry is, as fashion designers, we want people to live their life in the clothing we make. And when I saw the girl wearing my design, you know, she was happy. She was on the beach. She was celebrating 4th of July, celebrating her country. And I could, I could just remember like the rush that I had that, Maybe you want to go back to the drawing boards and do it all over again. You, all you need is a piece of paper and pen, and or pencil and rulers. If you know the measurements of someone's body, you can literally draft a perfect fitting garment. And when I transitioned to, to a new job at Forever 21, I took on a role of technical design. And I feel like what makes a great fashion designer is when they don't, they know how to fit a garment. They know what makes a garment sell. What makes it what makes a person want it, the quality of it, the work that goes into it. And I know I, I knew at that time that I could learn that as a technical designer. So after your position at 21, what brought you to San Francisco? LA was a great place for a fashion designer because of the easy access to vendors, the media, and garment district, fabric, sewing supplies. My college was there and all my connections that I built. 
and I really had to think about, I'm leaving, going to the Bay Area. It's not that far, but it is definitely a different scenery because you come to San Francisco, and there's not many fashion companies here. Where in LA, there's a ton. But it was a great opportunity for me to take on another category. I studied doing outerwear, and I learned sweater manufacturing, denim design, white is denim denim, different weaves. How, do you, how can you be a better technical designer creating sweaters? It was such a welcoming environment. I had a great manager, Amanda, and she really taught me how you need to own your product because when you own what you work on, it becomes your becomes what you care about. It becomes your baby. That's what we call it. This is your baby. And you, you just care more about it. You always want to make it better, even if it's already put into stores. What, how can you make this better for the next time? Or how can you um, use that to make better designs? And they really gave you a lot of ownership, learning how to build partnerships one-on-one. -on -one, because when you have that trust between your business partners inside the company, you guys can actually come up together with a, like a well-rounded, successful product. Do you have any words of wisdom for aspiring fashion designers out there? When you do the things you love, everything comes naturally. When you're working on a product or design that you really believe in, that you love, that's going to be your drive to continue doing more. So that way, it really challenges you to be more creative as a fashion designer. Bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're fine. We've taken two takes, right? <laughs>